0: Are you ready to become one of the greatest seducers of all time and to attract, seduce, and date the most beautiful women in the world? Then lean back and enjoy the show on the Global Seducer Podcast presented to you by Sebastian Harris. Hey Global Seducer, welcome to another episode of the Global Seducer Quickie Podcast. My name is Sebastian Harris, the only podcast host on iTunes with an even sexier accent than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Today's topic, Cebu girls. Dating Cebu girls, dating Cebuanas, how they're also called. And my story with Cebu and the Philippines, in case you didn't know, Cebu is a city in the Philippines, (laughs) haha, that was the geography lesson for today. My journey to the Philippines started about five years ago. I think it was about five to six years ago when I traveled to Southeast Asia for the very first time. And my first stop in the Philippines was Manila. And to be honest, I will make another podcast about Manila, but I hate this city. I hate this city so much. Maybe I just stayed in the wrong place, maybe I just met the wrong people, I don't know. But it was just so noisy, so polluted, so chaotic, so many crazy people, I didn't like Manila. So the only reason why I actually went to Cebu, I didn't plan that, the only reason why I went there was because I wanted to get away from Manila. I stayed in Manila, I think, exactly two or three nights, and then I was like, oh, fuck it, I have to get somewhere else. And this somewhere else happened to be Cebu. So just because I made the decision to run away from Manila, I actually ended up in Cebu. And just because I went to Cebu, I met an incredibly amazing woman. I can't reveal her name here, so let's just call her Joyce. And Joyce is a young Filipina who I met in Cebu. I still remember exactly where I approached her. She was walking outside of Robinson's Mall in Cebu City, I was creepily running after her and then I was approaching her, and she was one of the girls who actually worked in the mall. And no, just in case you're thinking, oh, she's a gold digger, oh, you probably paid everything for her, no I didn't. Actually, I really didn't. I didn't pay anything for her. She wasn't a gold digger. She had her own job. She had just finished college and now she was working in the mall. Everything was okay. There was no money transaction. It was not some kind of prostitute thing. She was just an amazing girl. I spent, I think, a little bit over a week together in Cebu. And we had the greatest time ever. Actually, back then I was sad that I was, yeah, that I was leaving. That I had to say goodbye to her. And I will never forget how we had to say goodbye and how she snuggled up to me the last night we spent together. And believe it or not, but one of the necklaces I wear sometimes and that I still keep is a necklace that she bought for me at a street stand right in front of the hotel that I was staying at. So yeah, a lot of good memories. We went to all kinds of places. I visited Lapu-Lapu Island with her. Um We went to the Chinese temple in Cebu City, and we had all these kinds of memories. It was just a great time. And then later, I came back to Cebu again at another time, and experienced even more about the culture, and of course also about dating the local women. So today, in case you're interested in finding out more about dating Filipinas and especially dating Filipinas from the one city that I love the most which is Cebu, then you will love this podcast. The first thing I want to do is to introduce to you the three types of Cebu girls that you might meet in this city. To be honest, I traveled in the Philippines to quite a few places. I was in over five cities. I've been to Manila, I've been to Davao, I've been to Cagayan de Oro or however you pronounce that city. (laughs) I think it's Cagayan de Oro, and I've been to Makati, and yes, I also stayed one night in Angeles City just to see it, but it's just a filthy shithole, and I didn't like it at all. I mean, you're here listening to the Global Seducer Quickie podcast, you're not listening to the Daily Prostitute Hunter podcast, So, so you don't want to pay for play, you want to seduce women without money. And the kind of girls that you will find in Cebu that are very, very receptive to dating foreigners are college girls. And those girls are not looking for sugar daddies. College girls in the Philippines, and especially in Cebu. Cebu is one of the richest cities in the Philippines. Of course, you still can't compare it to Western countries. You can't even compare it to Bangkok. But still, the girls who go to college there come at least from families who are in the upper middle class and upper class in the Philippines. A poor family with five children who live in some slum they could never afford to get their children into college. So the college girls that you will meet in the Philippines are most likely no gold diggers and you can most likely date them without any sponsoring and any of that crap. The other type of girl that you can meet are the independent career women and you can especially meet them around the IT park in Cebu. That's an area with a lot of offices and the good news about this is the Filipinas who are hardworking, who are career women, who want to achieve something in life, they are not comparable to the Western career women. They don't have the short hair. They don't have the body they don't care about anymore. They work out. They look after themselves. They eat healthy. They wear high heels. Yes, believe it or not. Um, They are not masculine at all. However, in the Philippines, you can find the same dynamic as in most developing or third world countries. Women are taking their chances while men are still living in the past and going, ah, back then women had no rights, fuck life, drink, 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 take drugs, drugs, drugs. And that's something that you see all over Southeast Asia and all over South America is that women take their chances, they want to achieve something and the men live in the past and they, yeah, they just don't do anything. It's fascinating to me. Even here in Bangkok, most of the really, really low-class jobs are done by men. Most of the college students are women. And in the Philippines, it's the same game. Even though men have higher chances, women are taking their chances. And the result, of course, all those educated Filipinas cannot, and I repeat, they cannot find a man who has the same education, the same income, and just the same outlook on life. Believe it or not, but women always date and especially marry across the dominance hierarchy or up the dominance hierarchy. Jordan Peterson said that, and I say it too, I know it from my own experience, that's simply true. So you, if you come there and you want to focus not on the freelancers and bar girls, which are, by the way, the third part of Girls You Can Meet, but you focus on the independent career women who have their shit together, who have something going on in their life, who earn their own money, who don't need your money, and who just want someone to date. And also who are open to dating foreigners because they're just culturally more open and more yeah educated and intelligent. Then you have the best choices. You don't have to date the third category, which are freelancers and bar girls. And that's something that always drives me nuts when I get an email from some guy, yeah, all Filipinas are gold diggers and whores and they're all bad. No, they're not. You just fell in love with the wrong girl. If you're dating some bar girl from Angeles City, of course she takes you to the cleaners. She's been raised that way. She's been raised to believe that foreigners are walking ATMs. What about the independent career woman who's still feminine and beautiful and lonely? She worked together with foreigners, she maybe even worked as a freelancer, and I don't mean sexual freelancer, I mean like online freelancer, with foreign companies, she has way more insight into your culture and way more understanding. So my tip to you, focus on the middle class and high class girls, and avoid the freelancers and bar girls. Just because everyone tells you, oh it's so much easier to get a bar girl, well, it might be a little bit easier, but the long term consequences can be terrible. What if you want to meet Cebu girls while you're still in, I don't know where you're from, the USA, Germany maybe, I have some listeners from Germany, yeah, yeah, I know that, Australia, wherever you're from, what if you want to first get to know some Cebu girls without actually traveling to the Philippines? Well, there's only one dating site I can actually recommend to you, I've written a review about it, I tested it, I met girls from this site, and there are a couple of reasons why I think that Filipino Cupid is the one and only dating site you should use for it. There's another dating site, which is called Love or Penilove. I also written a review about that, and I can put both reviews in the podcast description if you want to check it out. But if you want to look for women who have their shit together and who don't need your money, Cebu is the better option. On P-N-I Love. I found out that a lot of those girls are, yeah, let's say not prostitutes, but they wouldn't say no to some sponsoring. From the messages they sent me, I could just see it. Of course, you can also find those girls on Filipino Cupid, but it's way more likely that you actually find a girl who's honest, who's truthful, and who, again, has her shit together on Filipino Cupid. It's the only dating site in the Philippines that has more than 3 million active members, and If you're experienced in international dating, you know that most of those members are women. Yes, in this case, you're in demand. The girls are also actively looking for a partner. It's not like in the West where they just go on there and go, I need some attention. No, these girls are looking for a relationship. And the vast majority of the girls that you actually meet or that you can meet online are real. Some of them will write you first. That actually happens a lot on this Filipino dating site. Others, when you contact them, they will reply to you. Of course, never do anything stupid like sending money or some shit like that. Just get her on Skype, see that she's real, and then you can meet her. Yeah, the women are real. I met some girls there, and it was a great experience. What if you don't want to find girls online? What if you say, hey, I want to travel to Cebu. I want to have the adventure of doing day game in Cebu City. Where do you go? The first station that I would, can you say station? I don't know, the first place, yeah, the first place that I would visit would be the IT park. If you go there at about four or five in the evening and all the beautiful office girls are walking home, you can just hit on all the girls one after another. And those are the kind of women that I like. I just love foreign women, women from, yeah, let's say developing third world countries, who are educated, who are intelligent, who are culturally open-minded, who have their shit together, and who don't have all those negative career-woman qualities that I see in the West. It basically combines the good parts of the career-woman, like the financial independence, the intelligence, the education, with the good parts of a really traditional feminine woman, which is caring, loving, supportive, still looking after her health, after her beauty. This country offers it. If you go to the IT park and you approach some beautiful office girls there, you can get a few numbers and you can set up a few dates with girls who will blow your mind. What you can also do is to go to the Ayala Mall, that's the most popular mall in Cebu, or to Robinson's Mall. And Robinson's Mall is where I met Joyce, where she worked and where I then approached her while she was on the way out. Just be careful about one thing. In the Ayala Mall... Yeah, especially in the Ayala Mall. Not so much in Robinsons, but in the Ayala Mall. You will also find those girls who are window shopping. And those are the girls you want to avoid. Or maybe you don't want to avoid them, but I want to avoid them. Those are the gold diggers. They are looking at the windows, seeing all the expensive stuff, and then they see some foreigner, and they smile, and they flirt with him. And on the first date, she asks you, oh... Ah, my smartphone yesterday, oh, it fell in the water, and oh god, I lost my smartphone, oh, my dog ate my smartphone. What she wants, of course, is that you buy her a smartphone, but listen up, you're a global seducer, you don't need to spend money to get laid or to date or to find a great girl. And by definition, a girl who actually wants you to buy a smartphone for her on the first date is not a great girl. Again, just because you're dating a Filipina doesn't mean that you have to pay everything for her. That's the biggest misconception out there. From all those guys who think, oh yeah, you can't get those women without paying. No, I dated a lot of Filipinas, I have Filipino friends, and I never, I repeat, I never spend a lot of money on them. Yes, of course, sometimes I said, hey, you know what, we go to this restaurant, and if I know that she can't afford it from her salary, then yes... I invite her to it. But that's a conscious decision. But if you go to a local place or to, I don't know, Jollibee, <laughs> if you've ever been to the Philippines, you know there's a Jollibee in every corner, then she can pay for her own stuff and that's totally okay. If you're a big fan of Night Game, you can go to the Mango Square in Cebu. That's a place where you can find a lot of yeah college girls partying. But again, you have to be careful here. There are also a lot of freelancers who are looking for guys to hook up with money. But it's very easy to spot them. I mean, if she just goes in a conversation with you and she basically acts like a prostitute from the start in a country where everybody is very traditional and where everybody, yeah, has the sexual guilt, then you can already imagine. "Ah." And when I was there, when I went to see the night game in Cebu, I was just honest. I said, look, I'm not looking for any one-night stand hookup with uh exchange, with money exchange. I'm looking for a girl to date If you're not the kind of girl, please let me know. And okay, some girls said like, oh no, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for customers. And that's okay. Let them do what they want to do. But then focus on the girls who are real. Do you have an advantage as a white guy, as a Caucasian guy in the Philippines? Yes, of course. But one word of warning, you are not as unique as you might think you are. Especially through the rise of international travel, there are a lot of white guys in the Philippines. Can you score as a black guy? Yes, of course, you can also score as a black guy, but it's more difficult. I don't want to lie to you. I don't say this because I'm racist, which I'm not. I say this because it's the truth. That's just a fact. In Southeast Asia, white skin is considered more beautiful, and that's just how it is. So you will have it a lot harder. However, there are also a lot of girls, or let's say some girls, who are specifically into black guys. The only difficulty that you will have with the long-term dating is if you're a black guy, (laughs) sorry, if you're a black guy, the only difficulty that you will have with the long-term dating is that she might run into conflict with her family. But as a white guy, you won't have the same conflict. One more word to the gold digging. Are there Filipino gold diggers in Cebu? Yes, there are some. Just like in every developing or third world country. But hey, you can just avoid them with simple tests. If you don't pay for her shit, and she doesn't want to see you again, Da you know the answer. If you don't pay for her shit, and she wants to see you again, you know the answer too. It's really that simple. I mean, it's sometimes mind-blowing when I get some emails from guys who say, hey, I'm dating this girl, I'm paying everything for her, how do I know if she really loves me? Stop paying for her shit. (laughs) And that's the easiest thing to do. It's just one decision. You don't have to ask her, hey, by the way, do you like me or my money? No, just don't pay. And if a girl really likes you, she doesn't care if you pay for her or not. Two last tips when you're actually going out there to the Philippines, traveling there, going to Cebu and you're dating girls, no matter if you meet her on Filipino Cupid or if you meet her at the Robinson's Mall like I met Joyce. You have to break through the shyness barrier. Those girls, even compared to Thai girls, are extremely shy. Especially the ones who've never been on a date with a foreigner. They are extremely, extremely shy. I think there are two reasons for that. One, it's this extreme Christian Catholic culture where the girls always have this pressure to, yeah, to be the good girl, to be, to conform to society. And they are just raised in a way that makes them shy. They are not raised to speak up. They are just raised to be very shy and very passive, especially the girls. So just because a girl is not talking to you on a date and just because she's shy and she's yeah afraid to actually speak her truth or speak her mind, that doesn't mean that she's not interested in you. You have to give her time to become comfortable with you. That's the only way you can then make her open up to you and to talk to you about everything and to get to know her. But the good news is that you don't have to worry about the language because in comparison to Vietnam... Cambodia, Thailand, and every other country in Southeast Asia, the Philippines, speak English. (laughs) Believe it or not, if you've never been there, I was shocked. I was really shocked. Even the low-class people speak English. Everybody in this freaking country speaks English. Sometimes it's not perfect, but it's in a way that you can actually communicate with them. So about the language barrier, you don't have to worry at all the one thing you have to worry about especially when you're looking for one night stands and for let's say yeah holiday relationships they fall in love very very quickly they have this whole romantic idea like this disney hollywood idea of love and then of course if you as a foreigner as some adventurous guy comes there and seduces her and maybe she just lives a boring life in the Philippines where she works six days a week and where nothing exciting happens and then you come into her life. It can happen that after one night she tells you, I love you. And what I experience, it's not like this, and sorry if I offend a few of my American listeners now, it's not like when some American girl says, I love it, oh, I love you, oh my God, let's be best friends, oh my God, I love you so much. No, it's not the same. She really means it. The Filipinas that I met, they were crying when I actually left them. They get attached really, really fast. Especially when you are a guy who treats her good, who, yeah, who's just good to her. Then she gets attached really, really fast and that's something you have to deal with. So please don't promise anything marriage long-term when you can't keep that promise. That's all I'm asking for. Enjoy your dating experience in the Philippines, but be careful that you don't break too many hearts. And if you want to find out more about how I met Filipino girls online, how I met girls from Cebu online, you can check out my Filipino Cupid review, which I leave in the podcast description. I leave the link to the review in the podcast description. And if you decide to sign up for Filipino Cupid, which is completely free, you don't have to pay anything. You can just sign up, look at all the profiles see if there are some girls you like, then you can send me an email at sebastian at globalseducer.com with a screenshot of your profile and I will then reply to this email with my seven scientifically proven openness that I always use on online dating sites. But you can find more information about that directly in the Filipino Cupid Review and again, the link is in the podcast description. That's all for today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. This was the first global dating podcast that I actually published, but I plan to publish more of them in the future. If you like it, also let me know, share your opinion with me. I'm always open for feedback. So that's it for today. I'll talk to you tomorrow.